when you don't address the root cause and skin can be one of the first warning signs it sh like shows up things like eczema but if you don't address these root causes things like you know these skin conditions can get worse over time and then they could also lead to other health issues because you're not addressing the root cause welcome back to the essentially you podcast I am your host, Dr. Marisa Snyder, and I'm going to help you rock your hormones and feel great in your body so that you can reclaim more energy, vitality, and joy and become the CEO of your health. Let's jump on in. Hey, one more thing. Did you know that one of the biggest nutrient deficiencies that I see in people, especially women, is a magnesium deficiency? It's because we burn through this super mineral so quickly. Now this powerful mineral packs a massive punch because magnesium is involved in over 600 reactions in the body. Now it is your best friend if you need more energy, better sleep, a faster metabolism, improved digestion, and not to mention happier periods. And you can quickly replenish your magnesium levels with my Essentially Whole Magnesium Restore Supplement made with my favorite form of magnesium, magnesium glycinate. Use promo code PODCAST and get 10% off your entire order at drmarisa.com slash magnesium. Now I'll have the link in the show notes for this episode to make it easy. Go and try it out today. Did you know that the average woman applies over 168 chemicals to her skin every single day before lunch? That's only nine products on average. Think about it. We've got shampoo, conditioner, soap, lotion, hand soap, deodorant, cleansers, toners, serums, makeup, that super sexy peach gloss that you absolutely love, right? The list goes on and on. And if you're not careful, each one of these things can harbor major endocrine disrupting chemicals that can impact your gut health, your metabolism, and your hormones. Now, as a woman in this modern world filled with thousands of chemicals, it's important to understand that the harmful effects that these chemicals can have on our health and on the health of our entire family. Part of becoming the CEO of your own health is understanding and monitoring what's going on your body as much as what is going into it. So you can eat clean, organic food, fill your plate with tons of veggies, Drink plenty of purified water and still be clogging your system with harmful toxins if you're not careful, right? If we're not looking at the ingredients. Luckily, you do not have to navigate this journey on your own. One of my dearest friends, Dr. Trevor Cates, is known as a spa doctor, and she has been able to heal, I can't even tell you, tens of thousands of people with skin issues by addressing not only the skincare and what goes on the body, but also from the inside out. Now, today she's going to spill the beans on what has the biggest impact on our skin, including skincare, our gut health, our hormones, because there's a lot that happens to this important organ that is our skin. Now, before I I bring her on, I want to quickly sing her praises. Dr. Trevor Cates is the author of the USA Today and Amazon bestselling book, Clean Skin from Within, and the founder of thespadoctor.com. She's been featured on tons of TV shows, including The Doctors and Extra TV. She's interviewed over 250 experts on her podcast. She has her own PBS special, and she's got a brand new book coming out. It is Natural Beauty Reset, the Spa Doctor's seven-day program to harmonize hormones and restore radiance, and it's coming up literally this month. It'll be available when this episode airs. So let's welcome Dr. Trevor Cates to the show. Welcome to the Essentially You podcast, Dr. Trevor Cates, honey. How are you doing today, girl? You look gorgeous. Thank you. I'm doing great. 
Well, today we're going to be talking about skincare and your, our hormones and really what we can do, skin being a major reflection of what's going on inside of the body. And you are the expert to having glowing, gorgeous skin, but also, again, skin being that representation of what's going on with us. Like You also help us to heal our bodies and then it show up on how our skin looks. And so I'm super excited to have this conversation. I'm super excited to talk about your new book. But I would love for you to just spend a little moment and tell us kind of what was the impetus for wanting to focus on helping women and helping people have beautiful skin? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I started with skin issues as a child. I had a lot of eczema, itchy rashes, problems with my skin. I had just reactions to everything. And I I was not only miserable with all the itching and the discomfort, but also was embarrassed by my skin and always wanted to hide. And so it was a it was a really tough time. And my parents took me to see a lot of different specialists and I was given a lot of different medication and topical steroids and antihistamines and different things. And I had an adverse reaction or allergic reaction to everything that they gave me. But fortunately, they didn't give up looking. My parents kept searching for answers and they found a holistic practitioner that they took me to. And it's the one thing that really turned things around for me. And my skin cleared up, my self-esteem kind of, I first started to feel like a normal kid, a lot of these things. But I remember at that age thinking, why did I have to go through all of this to find this holistic approach? Why didn't the doctors mention this from the very beginning? And so it planted a seed early on in my life. And then later on, I learned about naturopathic medicine and decided to go that route. But it wasn't until about 10 years ago that I, I've been in practice for 22 years, but it wasn't until about 10 years ago that I started to focus more on skin because my patients were saying to me, they were noticing difference in their skin, that their skin was in improving after doing my programs. And to me, I was like, well, of course that makes sense. The skin is your largest organ and it's, it is a great indicator of your uh, overall health. And I realized that not many people were taught that a lot of people go see a conventional dermatologist and they're given these topical steroids or things just to kind of suppress or women will to just wear more makeup, get creative with makeup, not really realizing that the skin is connected to everything and, and connected to our hormones, our nutritional status, inflammation. So many things are connected to our skin, including our gut as well. And so what I wanted to do was write my first book, Clean Skin from Within, to get this information out to people, to understand the connection of our lifestyle, what we do and our skin. And also that we can use our skin as an indicator of our health and what we're doing, where we're going, how to address root causes. And so that's why I you know, really ended up on this path. And then I, I wrote my, my next book, um, my new book, Natural Beauty Reset, because I kept getting a lot of questions from women about their hormones, which I know you know a lot about hormones and you're in my Hormones Health and Harmony docuseries and we're, we talk a lot about hormones, Marisa, right? We do. <laughs> and so that's because 
so many women have questions about that. And it is one of these root causes that really is important for us to address. So I, and I've certainly had my own, I mean, I think there's not a woman out there who hasn't struggled with her hormones at some point. And a lot of those hormonal imbalances show up on our skin, you know, acne, eczema and uh, melasma, a lot of different um, skin conditions that women have go back to our hormones. And I want to connect the dots there. Like you had said, a lot of us, especially in the conventional medicine world, we go to our dermatologist and we're given antibiotics or we're given some type of treatment, but we're not, it's, we're not connecting the dots. We're not talking about gut health. We're not talking about endocrine health. We are just trying to fix that thing as if it's not connected to the other issue, you know, the root cause issue, right, of what's going on inside of the body. And so I want to spend some time talking about the connection to our hormone changes and fluctuations or imbalances. And then also probably one of the biggest root causes in relation to skin issues is going to be the gut and how that intertwines as well. Because, you know, an example of this is... um, my toddler. If I eat dairy, and I, I, I rarely do, but occasionally will, it'll just be a cheese at dinner that I'm so tempted by. Often it's my husband who is setting me up. <laughs> and I have a hard time saying no. And I am still breastfeeding. And I will, Kingston has a little, a, this, this little area right here. He will develop a tiny little rash anytime I consume dairy. And so I I know that that's having an impact on his gut microbiome. And then in return, within about 48 hours, we'll see a little something. It's super rare that it happens, but occasionally it does. And I always feel like such a terrible mama. I am not going to lie, girl. I was like, why did I say yes to that cheese? And, you know, because then I see it show up on my son's skin. And so just an example of, you know, and I know some people, I, I've even had, to, I've said this to people and they've looked at me like I'm crazy. And I'm like, no, this is exactly what's happening. <laughs> and so I want to just speak into that connection because so often people want the topical cream, they want to address the issue at hand, but not really get to, okay, well, why did that happen to begin with? Right. Absolutely. And here's the problem with ignoring it is that when you don't address the root cause and skin can be one of the first warning signs that shows up, things like eczema. But if you don't address these root causes, things like, you know, these skin conditions can get worse over time. And then they can also lead to other health issues because you're not addressing the root cause. So for example, with eczema, I'm so glad that I discovered this path and I'm so happy that your son has you is that the thing is that oh that I've seen in my patients is that they eczema as a child it wasn't addressed instead the root cause wasn't addressed and they was using topical steroids and then later on they develop asthma and then so then they're using inhalers and still the root causes are not addressed and then later on they develop autoimmune disease and so it's really important to pay attention to these warning signs and address the root causes early on. And food is one of those things where you can sometimes get this immediate connection. You can really notice when you eat a food and having issues, but not always. So sometimes there's, it can take days, even 
10 days for it to really sh- show up and con- or will continue to show up. So it's not always easy to make the connection, but there are certain foods that tend to be the big trigger foods like dairy is one that you mentioned. And dairy is an interesting one because I mean, we, we've all, we used to, you know, as children, we used to think, oh, it's just like the healthiest food. And I know that's one of the things that was a problem with my skin is I was drinking milk all the time as a kid. And we were, you know, we lived on a farm and we were getting organic milk. So it was like, this is healthy. But the problem is, is that a lot of people are sensitive or allergic to dairy products. It also can increase inflammation in the body. And so you get that internal inflammation stirring up, then that triggers external inflammation on the skin. And also, I think a lot of times for people forget Dairy comes from a lactating mammal. And in order for a mammal to lactate, she's got to have a certain number of surgeon hormones. And those hormones will spill over into the dairy products. And so we're also getting hormones that we don't really need to throw off our hormonal imbalances when we consume dairy products. And also, and this is kind of gross, but I'm just going to share it that milk is basically like a milk gland is basically a modified sweat gland. So if you think about it, you know, we're getting toxins out of our body through our sweat. Think about it. The stuff just dumps over into the milk. So whatever the the cow or goat or sheep or whatever is consuming. Or mom, <laughs> or mom right is consuming, it goes into the dairy products. And it's so, I mean, there are, there are a lot of problems with dairy. I know it's one of those that's really hard for a lot of people to give up though. It's also has, um, I could go on and on, <laughs> lactose, which is milk sugar. And one of the underlying issues with, with a lot of skin issues, also blood sugar imbalances. So you drink a lot of milk or dairy products that also can spike your blood sugar. Yeah. And for a couple of reasons, one, the dairy could have sugar in it, you know, and, and, and two, the processing that goes with it. And then the third thing is the inflammation, as you mentioned, we know that inflammation will drive blood sugar issues as well. It's really fascinating. Like you said, that kind of that stepping stone of we'll first see eczema on babies or toddlers. Um, My grandmother, I remember um, I, I was talking to my grandma he had had like a couple of colds as babies do. And she's like, oh, you're about to step into earaches. And cause that's the next thing. Cause that's, you know, you stop breastfeeding and then you start giving baby, you give toddlers cow milk and that lends to, that potentially lends to earaches. And I remember just listening to her talk and I was like, no, that's not going to happen. Like, that's not gonna, <laughs> we aren't giving him dairy. <laughs> um, cause I had known from early on that, well, one, I think I find dairy to be very inflammatory for so many people. I've just watched it like you watched so much eczema, so much asthma, hormonal imbalances. And, and so it's, one of those foods I just feel like we should be pretty cautious of and really pay attention to the signs. So it was just something I was looking out for. I having an autoimmune condition, I don't eat a lot of dairy in general. Occasionally I get talked into some cheese and then it goes through the, you know, I know it's having a response to me, but it's even more heartbreaking when you see it show up, you know, on your child as well. But yeah, we stepping stone from eczema to asthma, which we could also argue are, this is an autoimmune response to then a full-fledged autoimmune response, if we just look at it. And skin being one of those first areas. And I don't know if you find this to be true, Dr. Trevor Cates, but I find that skin is the first thing to show and, the, and it's really hard to resolve. 
at times. It can be. It can be. It depends on if you catch it early. If you can address things early on, it's a lot easier. And so if someone has acne or eczema or rosacea or melasma, if you can, these are some, just some of the more common ones, vitiligo, uh, psoriasis, you know, if you can address these early on when you start to see it show up, it's certainly a lot easier to address. But I mean, you know, sometimes it's just a longer path for people if they get started a little bit later. But I mean, the the good news is there are solutions. I think a lot of times that people go see their doctor, dermatologist, they're told, well, you know, there's this cream, you might have to use it for the rest of your life. And which is unfortunate because it's really topical steroids, steroids, antibiotics, um, antihistamines, even Accutane and birth control pills for acne. These are really just band-aid approaches. And even in conventional dermatology, they're really only meant to be used short-term that just to help people get over like a bad case of things. But when it comes to long-term solutions, people oftentimes don't know where to go. I agree. And they keep lending to using those short-term solutions because they haven't found a long-term solution. Okay, so talk to me about, let's go into the gut. I know we talked a little bit about dairy specifically, but I want to just talk about the gut in general and how it is a major player here. Straight up, you and I, we've seen a lot of gut issues over the years that then show up in psoriasis, in eczema, in acne, just unhappy skin, you know? Yeah, absolutely. The gut is so important for the skin. And as a naturopathic physician, I know naturopathic doctors have been talking about the gut connection with the skin for a long time. And, and the good news is that, that the research is, is now there too, as well, to really show this connection, the gut-skin access, the gut-skin connection, or even the gut-brain-skin connection, and how important the gut is. And so part of it, it has to do with our microbiome. And so when we have, you know, we probably talked a lot about the gut microbiome and the importance of that and the microorganisms that live in and protect our gut health. And not as many people know about the skin microbiome. So our skin also has a variety of microorganisms, bacteria, viruses, all kinds of things that little mites that live on our skin. And they're different than what lives in the gut, but they're also important to helping our skin health. And a big part of what helps our skin microbiome is our gut microbiome. And so, and one of the things that I oftentimes see with people that have skin issues is they'll have leaky gut which also leads to leaky skin. And again, leaky gut is something a lot of people talk about, but not as much about leaky skin. But if you think about it, our skin, one of its biggest functions is to protect us from the outside world. And we so it has this mild acidity to it. It has these microorganisms on it and it's designed to protect us. But if the skin pH gets off, the microbiome gets off, then it just, it becomes that barrier function to the outside world. Isn't, it just starts to break down and it's not as resistant. It's not as resilient. It can't do his job as much. So what that means is people will oftentimes have skin issues, chronic skin issues. And also when people put products on their skin, if it contains toxins, they're going to be more likely to absorb more of these. 
So we just, we really need to address the gut. We need to, uh, to help the skin. And of course, what we put on our skin is also important too, but a lot of it starts in the gut. Well, let's talk a little bit about what have been some of the biggest kind of takeaways in healing a leaky gut or healing some gut overgrowth. What are some of the things that you recommend? Yeah, absolutely. And of course, as you know, this all then the gut ties into the hormones, our hormones too. So if we have leaky gut or we have dysbiosis in our gut, then that can create imbalances in our hormones. And when we look at skin conditions like acne, hormonal acne is really triggered by these gut issues. So it's really important. And again, acne is one of those things that can be one of the early warning signs. Our hormones are out of balance as women and that we might start noticing breakouts at certain times of the month or certain phases of our life. And so that can be a a warning sign. Hey, pay attention. And then this, and this goes back to the gut. So absolutely, I think one of the most important things with healing leaky gut is to first, to avoid or reduce at the very least any triggers that might be worsening it. So getting on a diet that really avoids things like dairy and and gluten and sugar and things that are tend to be some of the big triggers for worsening it. So I'm not saying that people have to avoid these forever, you know, like all the big triggers forever, but while you heal leaky gut, it is important to be on a a very clean diet so that your body can heal. And then meanwhile, giving your, you're avoiding the triggers, the interfering factors. And at the same time, you're doing things like taking certain supplements that can help like L-glutamine and certain amino acids that, you know, that will help heal leaky gut, looking at your gut microbiome and what's happening there and maybe taking probiotics, but certainly upping your intake of fiber and getting a variety of produce that gives you that, that biodiversity that you need. Mm. I just read an article recently where we should be aiming for 30 different types of plants every single week to create that biodiversity. It all starts at the grocery store about, you know, how we can really mix and match that to create that biodiversity. And that we are, most of us, I think it's like, I don't know, 90% of us aren't getting enough fiber. Like we're way low, you know, we're just a lot of things where our gut's just like, could you just help me out a little bit here? When you're talking about hormonal driven acne as well, do you also see that with blood sugar issues? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's another big one. And we have to remember that insulin's a hormone. So they, you know, it, it ties into everything. So when we eat a lot of sugar or foods that spike the blood sugar, increase blood sugar, that increases insulin, the hormone insulin. And with increases in insulin, that triggers excess sebum production, the oils in our skin, as well as excess androgen activity, which are some of the things that are known to really trigger acne breakouts. And so we find that there are certain people that tend to be more sensitive to these blood sugar imbalances. You might have a genetic predisposition, but really it a lot of it goes back to just the typical ways that we eat in our society. Even people who eat a so-called healthy diet, a lot of times they're still getting too much, too many grains, or they're getting too much fruit or juices or like honey and various things that they think, oh, it's healthy. But if you're, if you're still, your body could be 
spiking your blood sugar, if you're not finding the right timing of when you're eating, you're not getting the right nutrients, you're not getting both macro and micronutrients. And so, you know, I think a lot of the times we get in this habit of eating the same foods all the time, right? And we're not getting that diversity. We get stuck in a rut. And that's one of the reasons why in my new book, I wanted to talk about seasonal eating and how important it is to change up what we eat, not only for the diversity, but the nutrient quality, the flavor of foods, and also to kind of cycle through foods. So we're not eating the same things all the time. No, I agree. I, I, it makes so much sense to be eating what is in season regarding vegetables and fruits and herbs because that's where it, it tastes the best. You know, a strawberry in December isn't the same as a strawberry in June or July. That is for sure such a good example. And then I also wanted to know, I was thinking about, you know, in terms of, you know, absolutely mixing and matching, but then also about what we are putting on our skin. It's one thing to put what we're putting in our bodies. And I think that's probably the bigger game change. But then I think about all the products on the market, you know, that we are we are applying every single day and how it's interesting how hormone fluctuations can shift how our skin microbiome is working. But then I think about all the products that are out there that can completely mess with our hormones, these the endocrine disruptors. And how do you how do you help people navigate that? You know, with all of the Sephora's out there and the Mac makeup and, you know, just even going to just the grocery store, you know, that that aisle is pretty, pretty intense. Yeah, no, it, it's a big thing. And I think a lot of times people don't think about what they're putting on their skin is actually getting into circulation into their body. But, you know, on average, people use nine personal care products a day. What I think there are probably a lot of women out there saying, I must like double that. <laughs> but that's that'll expose nine products will expose you to 126 unique ingredients each day. But the problem is, is that it's not well regulated. Uh, the skincare industry, personal care product industry is not well regulated in the, in the US. The FDA has banned only 11 ingredients in personal care products. And a lot of the ingredients that are used in personal care products are known endocrine disrupting chemicals. So this is whole group of chemicals that are known to disrupt, interfere with our hormone function. And they've been connected to infertility, early puberty, thyroid disease, breast cancer, prostate cancer, change it like even weird and odd menopause um, symptoms can be related to these exposure, these endocrine disruptors. And it's one of the biggest things that, you know, as, as a doctor, I continue to see more and more of these kind of unusual hormonal imbalances and the way that they present themselves. And I think so much of it has to do with our exposure more and more to these group of chemicals. And so the biggest thing is first to understand that that it, this is, you know, one of the ways you're getting it is could be your, through your personal care products. And then also to just start trying to do your best to redo. So when, when I talk to people about this, it's like, okay, what are some of the things that you're using on a daily basis? And the ones that you use, the products that you use every day, those are the ones that your, your body never gets a break from. So even though somebody, you know, there, you know, there might be manufacturers saying, oh, it's completely safe. There are no problems with this ingredient. But there are these connections with hormone disruption. And if our body never gets a break from it, we're getting this constant exposure. So start with the products that you use every day. 
Those are the most important. And then start looking at the ingredients and you can start with a few ingredients because I know it can be overwhelming, but you know, you start with certain ingredients like fragrance. Fragrance is one that's in so many personal care products, cleaning products. It's just out there a lot. And there are a number of endocrine disrupting chemicals in fragrance. One of them is phthalate. It's used to help the scent last longer. So we want to try and switch to organic essential oils and fragrance-free if we choose to go that route as well. And, and then also looking at, you know, natural products, but here's the thing with natural products. There's no regulation around the word natural, right? And there's no regulation around the word hypoallergenic. So that actually means zero. (laughs) It's just a marketing claim. Now, if something says it's organic, there are some more regulations about around that, but it only needs to contain a portion of the ingredients only need to be organic for it to be, you know, say it contain organic ingredients. And then also if it says something like contains CoQ10, that it might only have just a teeny little amount then it's loaded with a bunch of other stuff. So it's important to not just look for the word natural, but to look for products that are truly made to be clean and non-toxic. So you can look at some of the labels of saying it, no fragrances, no parabens. That's some good things to look for. But don't forget to look at the label and look at the ingredients, just like you would with your food that you're buying or your supplements. You want to look at those ingredients. And there are resources like Environmental Working Group, EWG.org. They have a skin deep database. They also have verified products like the Spot Doctor My Skin Care line are verified by EWG as clean, non-toxic. And then also, you know, my book, some Natural Beauty Reset has some a list of ingredients to start with to avoid. And, you know, I also help people understand other alternatives to use and you can make some of your own stuff. So I have a whole bunch of DIY skincare recipes in my books as well. Mm, Nice. I'm so grateful that you gave us some resources because you're absolutely right. There's a lot of marketing claims. There's a lot of focusing on the polyphenols or this antioxidant. It's got pomegranate extract in it, whatever it may be. But then what, what about everything else in there? And it can be so hard to decipher. I feel like environmental working group, or maybe there's a blogger or like a, a doctor expert, like the book that you can leverage and use. Like I don't feel comfortable buying anything at the grocery store or anything at a, at a drugstore. I don't trust any of it. Like, I feel like the, the research is done online where you can really, you know, someone who is like actually looking at the ingredients, giving it a score, getting a great sense. And that, that goes for cleaning products. That goes for all of it. Cause it all makes a difference. I, I was just telling a friend of mine, um, even the windshield wiper fluid that's in our newer car, every time we sprayed it, it was giving me a headache. It would, they added something to fragrant. I mean, obviously added all kinds of stuff to it. It's blue for goodness sakes, but the fragrance would come into the vehicle and it would hit me so hard. And so it finally, we emptied it and we looked up DUI recipe <laughs> for windshield wiper cleaner because you know, just smelling this stuff is getting into our bodies. I know that feels extreme, but it was causing me all kinds of disruption. And so it's amazing how much just specifically focusing on fragrance specifically, whether it's in a, a, a skincare product, a shampoo, a lotion, 
it's in your trash bags, what, wherever, like that's still an endocrine disruptor that we should be thinking about to upgrade. That's having an impact on your body, impact on your brain, impact on your, on your hormones. Yeah. I think we just get so used to using the same products and not really thinking about what touches our skin and how it can get absorbed. And I mean, you know, it's like even uh, feminine hygiene products, I think a lot of times women don't even think about the fact that they're, if they're not organic, they can have pesticides in and then also all, you know, fragrances and things like that. And there, you just don't need it. And there are alternatives that are organic. I mean, even regular grocery stores now are carrying organic tampons and things. So, I mean, these, we're talking about going right to the source. We're talking, you know, if if you're using uh, feminine hygiene, products that have fragrance and things, it's right there. You just don't need it. There are lots of alternatives. And I'm noticing, I mean, this is an area that women really got outraged about, thank goodness. And a lot of the, the scented products are off the market it looks so different than like three years ago. However, I was looking at that aisle a couple of days ago at a Target and I was looking at like Playtex or I don't know what company it was. And there it was a lot of greenwashing on the label. Um, it looked natural, but it there it, there was nothing natural about those tampons. And I thought that was really fascinating that they're they're using the marketing. Clearly they had a section that was all organic, all natural, like the real deal. But you could tell where these other companies were trying to capitalize on that market, um, but really hadn't made the changes. Not, not enough. Not like you had said, like the CoQ10 inside of your anti-aging cream, but then all the other stuff is in there, you know, like, so it's, it just really, I mean, we've got to become just more savvy. We have to become more savvy and we've got to advocate, especially women who we're the ones buying all this stuff. We're the, we're buying these things for our teenage girls. We're, we're buying this stuff for our, our children that we're putting this stuff on their skin every single day. This matters. It matters. You know, my, my son today cut his little foot out, outside. And so my uh, nanny asked, you know, where's the Neosporin? It's, it's, uh, my new nanny. We just went through, we just did a nanny transition this week after 20 months or no, 17 months of our old nanny. It was a hard week this week. And, but he cut himself. And so she's like, well, where's the Neosporin? And I was like, oh, we don't have Neosporin in our house. We, and just, we upgraded. We, we have uh, other things that we use. And so it's just be thinking about my advice. Like you said, the stuff that you use the most swap, swap out first. And then the other stuff, use it up and then upgrade it. Upgrade it all, slowly but surely upgrade it all. There's an upgraded version of all of it out there. There's even an upgraded version of snacks. There's an upgraded version of dessert. You know what I'm saying? Like there's an upgraded version of all of it today. There's an upgraded version of, of bread or the, or the dairy options. Like we can upgrade all of it. Um, and so it's just a matter of, you know, get, getting educated. I want to move back into the book um, really quickly because I know it's so crazy because the skin is really the window to all of it. And, but it's the, all of it that we are putting on our skin that we're consuming every day. That's why it's all showing up. And I think a big part of this, Dr. Trevor Cates is really awareness. Start really paying attention to, as you mentioned earlier, some of this stuff can take 10 days to unfold, but like, let's reverse engineer. What could it have been? 
Yeah, absolutely. And so in, in my new book, Natural Beauty Reset, I talk about, um, and it's about harmonizing hormones, restoring radiance, um, restoring your natural beauty. I mean, your beauty never went away. It's still there. You just need, you know, might need a fresh reveal, a different look at yourself. I talk about food, movement, mindset, and skincare, because all of these things are important. We talked a lot about food and skincare, but also movement and mindset are also really important for balancing your hormones, addressing root causes. And the thing is, that all four of these things, your needs change for these for each season. And our hormones change with the seasons too. Even if you live in a place that you don't really feel like it has distinct seasons, that there is a different distance in changing where the sun is. The days are shorter in the winter. So people tend to have lower those feel-good neurotransmitters, dopamine and serotonin. They tend to have higher cortisol levels in the winter time, lower in the summer. And we tend to tend to see shifts and our hormones. So why would we do the same thing all year round? And I think I think of a fall in particular where we are now, now's a really good time to prepare for winter. And one of the great things is that fall harvest brings us a lot of really great nutrient dense foods. And nature is so wise and that a lot of these nutrients have immune boosting support. And so, and as we're going into, you know, fall and winter where, you know, we want to help support our immune system. So eating things that are high in beta carotene, vitamin A, like yams and sweet potatoes and squash, pumpkins, all of those things are really great for our immune system. Vitamin C we can find in broccoli. And, you know, I think a lot of times people just think of oranges, but, you know, those types of things, we can actually get a nice dose of these things and we're eating seasonally. We just get more of those. And then, you know, doing mindset practices that help us in, in the season that we're in, the movement, we may not be as motivated in the winter as we were in the summer. So it's kind of transitioning, mixing it up a little bit. Mm, I love that. And I love thinking about even here in in, in sunny San Diego, uh, I'm definitely, girl, I'm not even ready for fall. I'm, I'm still like savoring all the summer. I know by the time this goes live, it's going to be right on the cusp of going to fall. And goodness knows, pumpkin, everything's going to be in full force once, once September hits. But yeah, I mean, thinking about like, especially women, gosh, talk about all the different ways that we're cycling and seasoning and changing. And like, there's a lot of things that are happening and shifting. But if we can just focus on those seasons as ways to really nourish our bodies, nourish our gut and nourish our skin, I think we will feel more radiant, more glowy, you know, maintain that youthful look that we're all really aiming and really just taking care of our skin in general, you know, whether it's, I mean, we all want to look young girl, let's just be honest. Um, but we also, I'm turning 43 in like less than two weeks. And so I am really, I'm like, okay, all right, what are we doing? How are we doing it? You know? And, and so I'm so excited to get your book because I know it's all interconnected. And so I, I can't wait. I know it's, it's out. It's out literally in a couple of days. Let me see it. Yes. And where, where do we get it? Where do you want us to go and get it? You can go really anywhere books, books are sold. Um, but I do have, if you, when you go buy it, wherever you want to buy it, go to the spotactor.com slash forward slash book and put in your order number and your name, and we'll send you a bunch of bonuses to help you get the most out of it. I've got workbooks in there. We've got coupon codes for the spot doctor. We're 
$50. You've got a bunch of different bonuses in there to really help support everything that's in the book. Oh, so good. Okay. So I've got the link too. I'm going to make sure that link most importantly is inside of the, of the show notes. You got a girl, you got a podcast, you got a lot of things happening. You've got an event coming up right now as well. Do you want to just mention those really quickly? Yeah, Hormones Health and Harmony docu-series, September 13th is when we're re-releasing that. You're in this docu-series, Marisa. You're amazing. You're even in the trailer. So if you just, people go to the, the trailer page and I know you have the link for that and then just watch the trailer. You'll see Marisa in there, but sign up. Yeah, sign up for the docu-series and check it out. Lots of great experts on that. And and also, you know, I know you've got a summit going on too, but there's, there's never enough. Like we could, we could consume all of this. We got this. Also, you can find out more at thespotdoctor.com about the Women's Doctor podcast, our products, all, all that we have going on. We're also on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. So join us there. Love it. I'll have all the links. I'll have the link for the docuseries because this is this is happening just a couple, like it's the perfect time to register. It's happening next week along. The book comes out at the same day. Such a beautiful, such beautiful timing there. And then a link to the website so you can go and check everything out there as well. So we, we are fully stacked on getting resources from you, my love. Thank you so much. One for all the things you're doing right now, all the big things, right? Just celebrating you, just incredible. The book, the uh, the docu-series, everything. Just thank you for, for loving up on us and really providing us the solutions to feel great in our skin. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for everything you're doing, Marisa. Thanks, honey. Ooh, I so appreciate Trevor coming onto the show and really creating all of the many connections between our hormones, our gut health, and our skin, right? When we think about our skin, we want to look youthful, radiant, we want it to be healthy. And we know that a lot of different things impact it, whether it's the products that we're using every single day or it's what we're putting inside of our body that's having such a big impact. I think the big takeaway here is to nourish ourselves as well as possible. And that's exactly what she gets into in her new book, which I will have a link in the show notes. Go check it out. It's called Natural Beauty Reset, the spa doctor's seven-day program to harmonize hormones and restore radiance. I love the idea of like putting it all together. So often we don't connect the dots with our skin and everything else that's going on in our body, but there's so much deep connection there. So if you're looking to improve your skin, make it more radiant, but also support your gut and your hormones at the same time, this book is for you. And as always, thank you so much for listening in on the Essentially You podcast. This show is all about providing tools to rock your hormones and honestly feel amazing in your body. If there's someone needs to hear this today, take a screenshot, shoot it over via text message or share it on Instagram. That way we continue to spread the word about hormone literacy and mm, hook our friends up with some incredible content. Until the next episode, have an amazing day. 